everybody welcome back this is our episode four in our scuba diving series and this one we're going to talk about shark diving or diving with sharks which sounds better actually um and i full disclaimer i have quite uh experience uh diving with sharks is something very close to my heart um i happen to do it very frequently um as uh, as a volunteer I'm part of the diving team of our local aquarium here in Connecticut, the Maritime Aquarium in Norwalk, Connecticut. And as part of the diving team, we do many things. Um, you know, one of them, the main activity actually actually involves maintaining uh, and um, and uh, supporting um, local activities involving the sharks and the shark tank. Uh, now we're that COVID is gone we're back doing presentations so we do underwater presentations answering questions with a full mask full face mask um you know from the kids and the the audience they can you know on the other side of the the glass of course they can ask questions while we are in the shark tank with seven sand tiger sharks and one uh, nurse nurse shark um it's very very exciting i mean i do get to experience them as I said, very frequently on almost a bi-weekly basis uh, and very up and close and personal. Uh, it's always a, a rewarding experience. They're just beautiful animals. It's just amazing. Um, in addition, we also, as you know, part of the diving team, we also do support some scientific research along the Long Island Sound. Um, you know, not the best place to dive. You won't see them in in, in diving magazines. Um, you know, the water visibility is not exactly great. Uh, you know, five feet visibility is a great day. Um, but um, there are many species there, and we provide also support to the aquarium. So it's it's pretty exciting and rewarding. Um, also, in addition, still talking about sharks. Uh, my daughter, uh, she runs a nonprofit. Organization for sharks called Teens for Sharks. Teens number four sharks.com. You can look it up. Um, runs many different campaigns and, and programs, educational programs to um, promote the conservation, preservation, and education um, about sharks. So look it up. It's just a shout out to my, my daughter. Uh, no shame. Um, so again, we're very close to sharks in the family, and um, it's always, even though we do this, you know, sort of regularly, it's amazing how thrilling and exciting it's, it's always the case. I mean, every time we, we dive with them, you know, um, it is just uh, an exciting feeling. And I think part of it, to be honest, is the fact that I think in, there, there's something in still in, in, imprinted in our DNA right that um when you see a shark no matter how many times i've dived with them there's always that extra exciting feeling and a little bit of fear i wouldn't say call it fear these days but you know there's something that happens right in our brains when you swim to them or they're swimming towards you especially um it's not dangerous at all they come with a very bad reputation thanks to jaws uh, everybody knows that song, right? And uh, it has really, you know, 
cause a lot of damage in terms of their reputation. We are not in, you know, on their menu. They definitely do not want to eat us, right? They are not, they have not evolved to eat humans, right? They like to eat fish. And by the way, not even live fish. They prefer dead fish because it consumes less energy, right? To, to eat, to catch them. Um, but yet they have the reputation, right? There are, um, to give an idea, guys, an idea of statistics that we like and my daughter likes too is to promote is you're more likely to die tripping over a sand castle running on the beach than being, you know, attacked and, and, and dying from a shark bite, right? Or from a shark attack. So keep that in mind, you know, every time you see a sand castle now, this is more dangerous than a shark, statistically speaking, way more dangerous. And yet, right, um, there are a couple cases, you know, seven or eight cases on average per year that get a lot of attention and publicity and you see all over the media. Therefore, you tend to, you know, have the availability bias and saying, oh, my God, it happens all the time. Um, not the case. Again, it is a safe experience, but you need to do it as always. Same thing for the mountaineering um, and same thing for even diving in general. Very important that you select the right provider, right? Um, there are many types of um, diving you can do with sharks and selecting the right guide and the right facility to do it with is super important. Not, not because it's, it's safer, but it's, it's going to give you a better experience. Um, I'm going to cover a couple of those experiences, you know, and, and you can do further research as always. And uh, my intention here is just to give you the high level overview of what it takes to get some stuff done and not get to the nitty gritty details. Um, I'll leave that to the Internet. But think about it if you want to, you know, if you want to have that experience, one of the ways and probably one of the most uh, common ways you see on TV, on Shark Week, Discovery Channel, um, is shark uh, cage diving. So you get inside the cage, and, you, and, and they either the cage is already you know in the water, or they lower the cage, and then you can observe the sharks very close, but within the cage. Um, typically, it's it's done for great whites uh, because they are very big animals, and they have the the reputation as being the the most dangerous, which, is, by the way, is not true, right? Bull sharks um, and tiger sharks, to some extent, are more dangerous than great whites or whites. That's the proper name. We call them great whites, but the name is white shark. Um, however, right, they are very big. They're beautiful. Um, and people feel much more comfortable. They're inside the cage, especially because uh, if you don't have the proper skills to um, behave and understand shark behavior so you can protect yourself and the animal, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's not a good idea to dive without the cage, um, you know, just jump in the water and do it. Um, that being said, right, um, there are still, even, even within uh, cage uh, shark diving, there are different types of cages and different types of experiences um, again as i mentioned in one case you get into the cage the cage is is, is hanging outside the boat right so you come from the top 
So the cage is already in the water. You come in from the top and and then the sharks will come towards the cage because you you just pretty much throw chum, you know, a bucket of chum or pieces of, of fish into the water just to attract them. Um, but you come in and out. So you go, essentially go from the boat to the top of the cage, inside, underwater, right? You may or may not need even tanks. You can just have a, a hose with oxygen um, or you can do it, you know, using a snorkel. Uh, it's not really even scuba diving, but you, you get to experience that. Uh, and this is very cool. Um, the other way that you can do, and, and you should really be informed in what kind of cage um, you're going to get yourself into. Um, the other cage, and I've done that too, is uh, when they kind of put the cage in the water, right, with a rope. And the cage will kind of float away from the boat uh, up to something like 50 feet, uh, even longer sometimes. Uh, and it's just have some, um, uh, it is just floating, but but away from the boat. And then you have to swim from the boat uh, or, or, or dive, actually, from the boat to the cage. Get in yourself, typically from the side, right? Not from the top. Um, and then lock yourself in, right? And then enjoy the experience. I've done that uh, actually a couple times up in Rhode Island. Um, this is not something I would recommend unless you have... Uh, some familiarity and and I would say a good amount of knowledge about sharks and diving experience. Um, why? Uh, without prolonging the story too long, I mean, the the first time I did it, um, I think the cage was about seventy feet away from the boat. So I got into the water by myself. Big mistake. Don't do it, right? But the cage was small, so it could not really comfortably fit two people. So. And people were kind of reluctant. There are the two divers on the boat. They're like, ah, we don't know if we're going or not. There were about seven or eight um, blue sharks uh, and macos around the boat. Uh, macos are super fast, right? And blues are super cute with a very long, you know, nose. Um, but they, well, they're sharks. <laughs> um, and the macos, you can barely see them because they're, again, they go up to speeds of 60 miles per hour. It's just amazing. Um, and they're not that, that cute. If you look at the pictures online, you see what I mean, um, compared to blues. Anyway, um, I digress. What happens is I got into the water by myself and I kind of had to dive all the way to the cage, which was okay because the, the, the sharks were kind of distracted and they were just getting to the, around the boat because we're tracking them with, with, um, with fish. I got inside and um, and I was kind of having fun and watching the sharks, you know, coming, go and a couple of them trying to get inside the cage, not to eat me, just because they were curious. Um, so you got to push them away a little. Uh, so again, you need to know how to push them away so you don't put your mouth, you know, put your hand inside their mouth. Otherwise, bye bye. All right. So you got to know exactly how to gently do it without hurting the animal too. But uh, again, when I got out of the cage, again, by myself, you had to lock the cage. You know, I remember this huge female, probably eight feet, um, you know, was just driving a few inches from me uh, and just gave me the looks and just checking me out, um, which was fine. 
But as I was trying to dive back to the boat, the folks at the boat forgot that I guess I was there. And and I could see like fish falling, you know, fish head, fish tail, um, keep falling from the boat because they were just throwing, right, to attract more and more sharks. But I was trying to swim by it. So I'm like, okay, that's not a good idea, right? That's where you have to think. I'm like, okay, they are going to end up hitting me or biting me by mistake because you have this rain of fish falling from the sky. Um, I actually had to dive really deep and go around them and get to the other side of the boat and scream at them like, guys, seriously, you forgot I was here, right? Stop feeding the sharks for a second so I can get back on the boat. Again, um, not the best, um, uh, you know, shark diving experience. Um, again, I'm not going to mention anybody's names or anything like that. I'm just going to say what's up in Rhode Island. And uh, so, again, going back to the point of select your guide, select your provider, think about what kind and ask what kind of cage are we talking about? What is, what is the procedure, right? I did not even know the procedure when I did this one. Um, because again, I am very accustomed to and comfortable with around sharks. Um, but if you're not, as most people are not, um, take that into consideration. Ask, what are you getting yourself into, literally? What kind of cage? The other way is open water, right? You can, you can have that experience around sharks. There are some folks in Florida that, you know, will feed them and you get into a circle um, and you see especially bull sharks and tiger sharks coming in and to eat in a box. So you pretty much stand still and you watch them come and eat and take food either from somebody's hand, which again, I think it's too far. But typically these guys wear this, um, this steel armor, which is very heavy, um, so they don't get hurt. Um, but you get to watch it. I'm not a big fan because you have this box full of fish and then the shark just comes and eats and goes. I don't think it's, it's, it's feels artificial, right? Um, so, but think about that. That's another way of doing it. Again, you can look it up. There are a few guys in Florida who do that in the Bahamas as well. There's a very famous place in the Bahamas. Um, again, without mentioning names, if you Google something like that, you will find easily. Um, and then you have the other one, uh, sort of the other kind of experience, which is really just swimming with them without necessarily feeding them and attracting them with food, but knowing where they are and just having that experience. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Ocean Ramsey. Uh, you can look her up, um, Ocean and Juan, Juan is Ocean's husband. They, uh, they're awesome, right? They're in a little bit far, depending on where you live, in Hawaii. Um, but they are not only shark experts. I mean, she wrote a very good book about shark uh, behavior and everything you need to know, sort of how to behave in front of a shark if you're not an expert, um, about a couple of years ago. She's a good friend of, um, of the Teens for Sharks program. And, and she has a, you know, a great reputation and Juan, both of them. Um, so if you have to, if you want to have that experience, which is really mind blowing, I mean, you have to find the right providers. Ocean is, I mean, her name is Ocean, right? Think about it. Ocean Ramsey. Um, they, um, they're the ones, I think they're the top. Uh, and again, I, I usually don't do this and don't mention specifically names, but she's really outstanding. Um, 
and you have the experience, right? You don't need to scuba dive to go there. Actually, they prefer you don't because the bubbles and the noise that we make um, with the regulator uh, and our you know, huge tanks uh, in our back, breathing that air, um, kind of scares them, right? So typically you do it with, you, with the snorkel. Um, you free dive. Um, I'm not a free diver, by the way. You know, I don't have the, I don't have the lungs, right? So um, what, um, this is, again, this is a very different experience. You, you get to experience some um, different species, including sometimes great whites or whites um, and, other, and other sharks as well. The last one on the list, <clears throat> and it's something also that I've done and I strongly recommend, is um, if you want to dive with whale sharks. And whale sharks are huge, right? They're the size of a school bus or bigger. And it's just, it's a mind-blowing experience, right? And when, you, when you're in the water with those, with those creatures, um, they're very hard to find uh, out in the wild, right? There are specific places in Indonesia, in Mexico, where certain times of the year, because they eat plankton, um, you know, because of the concentration, they will come, right? Sometimes they are attracted by the light of the boat, the plankton is, and then the whale sharks will come. But again, it's very specific locations. Unfortunately, there are not many out there. Um, they are endangered uh, species, as you imagine, but they are the nicest creature, right? I mean, they're, they're called sharks, but they're also called whales. Um, if you haven't seen them, uh, you know, I strongly recommend you look them up. Um, there is one way to dive with whale sharks without, you know, requiring, you know, having a little bit of luck and having to fly to Indonesia or Mexico or, you know, at some other places, um, which is the Georgia Aquarium in the U.S. So again, if you are in the U.S., um, you go to, a, to Georgia, the, you know, Atlanta, to be more specific, you have the opportunity, if you are certified, to dive in their uh, largest tank that has, well, last time I dived there, it was a couple of years ago, and they had three whale sharks. One teenager, it's huge, and two adults. <laughs> and it's, it's amazing, right? You will dive with a guide, you dive in a group, it's very controlled. Um, they take very good care of the animals. Um, you know, the whole Georgia Aquarium does. Um, specifically that tank, you know, you get manta rays, you have sharks, you know, reef sharks typically, um, and some black tips. I think they had black tips there and other fish. So it's, it's an overall very cool experience. The manta rays, of course, are amazing. Um, and you, you do have this different shark to dive with. Uh, you know, again, if you want to take a look at some pictures uh, of many shark dives that I've done, you know, look me up on Insta. I posted those. I even posted some of the pictures diving with the whale sharks in the Georgia Aquarium. Um, we can probably even talk more about it in a whole episode because it's quite an experience and it's something very doable. I even took my kids to do it as well with me. Um, so, you know, something I strongly recommend, a very different type of shark diving right it doesn't have that uh, fear factor to it because they're they're cute and they're not gonna eat you right um neither the other ones by the way just to make sure it's clear right but they they don't even have the reputation let's put it this way 
um, that's really sort of the top um, tips and, and, and advice, pieces of advice that I had to give you all about shark diving. Again, super cool experience, strongly recommend. I take care of my seven babies in the aquarium, as I call them, although most of them are taller than I am, <laughs> um, way taller than I am. <laughs> And, um, but they are, again, it's super important that more important people do it. So they realize they are not that dangerous. And, you know, a good shark is a, it's a living shark. It's not a dead shark, right? Um, those shark competitions out there, you know, that my daughter and her team of thousands of teenagers try to fight, um, alongside many other people, right? Um, they, do not do any good, on the contrary. So I think the more people um, dive with sharks and experience and understand them, uh, the better chances we have to save them, um, you know, and, and better <laughs> chances we have to save ourselves and our, and our ocean. Because if they're gone, we're in deep, deep trouble um, ourselves. So anyway, uh, that's about shark diving. I hope you guys learned something cool and you can exp experience this by yourself. Talk to you later. Bye.